1: Presented by at and Connecting changes everything.
2: Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results.
3: I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. We all remember the panic buying at the start of the pandemic and how tough it was to find toilet paper and cleaning supplies. While some of those products are back in stores in steady supply, other groceries are still hard to find. Baking ingredients, coffee and tea, barbecue and other items are hard to come by. Annie Gasparo, reporter at The Wall Street Journal, joins us for why it's still so hard to find some items. Thanks for joining us, Annie. Thank you. I wanted to talk about how it's still pretty hard to find some groceries at the store during the COVID pandemic right now and we all remember at the beginning of the pandemic it was impossible to find toilet paper and cleaning supplies, even canned soup. People were doing all this panic buying, but right now those things have recovered, but there's other things that have been in short supply still and I just anecdotally I know going to the store, sometimes you see a bunch of empty shelves in certain areas. Things like baking ingredients are still a little hard to find. Paper towels are hard to find still. There's a lot of different things like that. So Annie, tell us about it. Why are we still uh, having a hard time finding some things at the grocery store?
4: Well, back, like you said, in the spring, everyone was panic buying and stocking up. And now that's not really the problem anymore. It's just that people are continuing to eat at home more. So there's been sustained higher than normal demand for months now. And early in the spring in the pandemic, manufacturers and retails blew through all their inventory so quickly. And because demand has continued to be high, they have not been able to catch up. And that's especially true in categories where demand is unusually high And they're used to it declining. So you think about something like flour or baking soda, that wasn't a high growth area before this. So the industry just isn't set up to expand really quickly.
3: Yeah, it's all that banana bread that everybody was getting into at the beginning of it. Uh, And sourdough. (laughs) Right. But one of the interesting things, too, for these grocery stores and the industry, really, you've mentioned that in your article, 10% of items remain out of stock right now. But that can translate to about $10 billion in lost revenue. And even for people that frequent their own market, they're obviously going to go somewhere else to find it. And then those individual markets can lose those customers for good on that. So it's kind of this whole effect that happens when things are out of stock.
4: Right. It's a domino effect. and the grocery industry had worked so hard in recent years to try to improve their out-of-stock situation because they were losing so much money and they were losing consumers. So they had put in so much effort to get the ship to run so tightly and have everything on the shelves as much as possible. And because of COVID and the way the demand shifted so dramatically, it sort of took us backward and all of that progress was lost. And now grocery stores are trying to win over consumers. But if you don't have the main things people are shopping for these days, people are even more cautious than normal about going into grocery stores. So people don't want to have to go to three different places to get their groceries for the week.
3: You have a few graphs that kind of illustrate what products are making some comebacks and which ones are still hard to find. Help us run through some of those.
4: We've seen comebacks in things like toilet paper, which was super difficult to find in the beginning of the pandemic. And that's partly because people have stocked up so much that they don't need to replenish as often. (laughs) And then the same goes for some of the frozen produce, frozen fruits and vegetables. Those have started to come back in stock better. But then other things like the canned vegetables are still harder to find because That's just another example of an industry that's not set up for growth.
3: And going on the trend of what you're saying about people staying at home longer, it's hard to find office and school supplies. A lot of people are working from home. Household cleaning items are still hard to come by. I know the last time I went to the store, I didn't find usual brands, usual products that I was using. Refrigerator dough, coffee, and tea. Those are also still hard to find in your original quantities because people are there pest control things. People are at home noticing those things. You know, So all, all <laughs> these things that you're at home doing a lot more of now, right. those are the things that are still harder to find right now. And as you mentioned, just kind of the catch-up that everybody's going through, big companies like uh, Green Giant, Kimberly Clark, Campbell Soup, General Mills, they haven't been able to rebuild those inventories because of such strong demand.
4: Right. Those companies have said that they are running full capacity. They are even in some cases hiring third-party manufacturers to make some of their products. They're really doing everything they can, but it's just the demand is so much higher. And at the beginning of the pandemic, what we learned about our food supply in the U.S. is that we have completely different distribution lines set up for restaurants or commercial food compared to grocery. And so we just haven't been able to really shift all of the product and all of the ingredients and packaging and everything from the industries that are seeing a decline to the industries that are seeing the growth. And because we weren't able to make that shift, that's why we end up with a bunch of excess from the restaurants that are closed or have sales falling. And then we have not enough on the grocery shelves.
3: And the last thing, we're still seeing higher prices for a lot of things, about 5% higher on average than a year ago you're not finding a lot of these 2 for 1 things. It's 2 for 1 deals you're getting instead limits on the hot items that everybody needs.
4: We noticed higher prices and that was surprising given the economic pressure that most people are facing right now, but it's really because manufacturers and retailers say that they can't offer the usual discounts and without discounts the average prices are being pushed up and that means that that 5% increase that we saw recently is really so much higher than normally we'd see like a one or two percent increase year over year. So five percent is quite a bit. And that's pricing by volume.
3: Annie Gasparro, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us.
4: Thank you for having me.
3: I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast.